Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere it's the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio and we know that there are eight gazillion podcasts but we do thank you for listening to this podcast and not some other crappy podcast so we do thank you for that uh danny g it is saturday a glorious day here a great opportunity to enjoy collegiate football and bet on college football and all of that. And also watch Benny versus the Penny, which is airing all over the place. And and and, and so we've got a lot, a lot going on here, Dan. There's a lot of things going on. And I feel like you and some other listeners who have gambled for a long time, because I have the itch now. I wish I was in Vegas, uh, not just for the Raiders and Patriots, but so that I could go to one of the kiosks and make some NFL bets. Well, eventually, in California, you, you'll you be able to bet. That's when it gets dangerous, right, where you can just bet whatever you want and all that stuff. And the, the other thing, too, about the whole gambling, my, my buddies in Vegas, they don't even go to the casino kiosk. They just do it on their phone. Yeah. It's like – and they, they bet on – they bet on games – in uh, and this actually inspired you. Just inspired a story. You just inspired. You just facilitated Danny G, a story that I was told this past week actually, uh, about in-game betting. Okay. So you you know in-game betting is rather self-explanatory. If you're not a gambler, maybe you don't know, but you can literally bet on like everything that happens. You can bet on whether the next pitch is going to be a strike or a ball. Um, you can like there's endless possibilities of what you bet. I bring that up because a friend of mine who I will not name because he works for corporate major league baseball, but I've known this guy for a long time and he was showing me around before the Dodger diamondback playoff game. 
And he took me into a booth that I had never been in. And he explained, I said, well, that's where I sit. And there's a couple other people and, 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 you know, all that. And like, and then there's this person over here off to the side and uh, their job, their job is to relay what's going on back to the bookmakers. And what, what happened and this is why this is, we talk about a great job because they have this in-game betting, but with the delay to get a TV broadcast to the satellite, up to the satellite, and back down, or even if it's online, there's a delay, right? There's some lag time. Yeah, I was going to ask you this very question. Yeah. So what they have done to circumvent, to cut off those, let's say, uh, I don't know, unethical or maybe gamesmanship type fans. Uh, I, I guess they were concerned about people having somebody at the game relaying, hey, this pitch is a strike. Quickly bet it's going to be a strike and then just bankrupting the casino. Uh, they're not in the business of losing money. So Major League Baseball employs someone to relay in real time on the phone uh, and the Internet uh, real real time what's going on so their only job is every pitch or if it's a foul ball where does it go or all that that is their that's their gig to be ahead of the tv broadcast that is a cool job yeah and i was told that every sport has someone because gambling's so popular now every professional sport that you can bet on which is all of them the nfl has it uh the nhl nba they all employ someone in in house in the arena at these games to make sure there's no funny business and nothing gets pickled as Alf the alien opiner would say and uh, so I thought I thought that was interesting I was not planning on telling that story but you just you mentioned the the kiosk and the gambling and that popped in my head randomly so there you go uh, on this podcast we have uh, it's not trigonometry it's not trigonometry to the gun rack I believe that's also on this podcast a flyover. Foodie fun, and I think well, I think we'll 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 save other stuff that we were going to do yesterday to the mailbag podcast on Sunday. So we'll have some pop culture on a Sunday. But today is Saturday, and we'll start with this. Back to the tales of the life of Maller and Danny G. So another story related about Dodger Stadium. Yesterday we talked about how randomly. Fernando Valenzuela happened to sit down at a table I was sitting at to eat some spaghetti, uh, which was which was interesting and random. Um, and and I, I would like to point out that's that's in my top five random people to sit down at my table. Uh, in the, the the other ones on that list include Tommy Heinsohn, uh, the late Celtics broadcaster and Celtics legend, who happened to to sit down at my table randomly. Billy Crystal. At a at a Clipper game, he's on that that short list of people that that sat down there. John Cena, uh, years ago at a Laker game, uh, and there, there's a couple others that. Anyway, I sound like Pat O'Brien dropping it. So, <laughs> um, I, I had to use some Maller math. Now you know I use Maller math on the radio. I love Maller math. I use Maller math all the time. Maller math is great. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Yeah. So headline, Los Angeles, 1,000 Vin Scully Way. Media freeloaders update. I mentioned things are a little different in the playoffs, baseball playoffs. So they, they provide snacks 
for the media freeloaders for free, that means you can get like a bag of Cheetos or a candy bar or something like that for for free. Uh, but there is no no hot lunch. They don't serve a hot lunch. They used to serve like a box lunch. But baseball, there's so many media people. I mean, it's like a, a beehive in there. So many media people that they stopped doing that a couple of years ago. So what they do is they give you the working media, in air quotes, a meal voucher. It's like weed man, hippie in Miami gets food stamps. The media gets a voucher. Uh, and so, so you used to get this lunch, this box lunch. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. So they hand out this meal ticket. Now, the meal ticket is good for $20. That's it. No more, no less. So it seems like a lot of money, right? 20 bucks, whatever. But you got to read the fine print. Can't buy alcohol with it. You know, there's just like there's restrictions on food stamps. You can't buy alcohol with it. You can, you have to use it at the concession stands in the ballpark. And so it's kind of self explanatory, but you have $20 to spend. And you you have to spend it all. If you go over the $20, if the item you're ordering, let's say it's like $25, you've got to pay $5. You've got to pay the difference. Yeah. Now, should you go under? Should you buy something that is not $20? They don't give you change. You don't get to pocket the difference. That money goes back to them. You leave money on the table. Can you use this card more than once? No, that's the thing. You can only use it once. I am such a radio loser. I'm a man on a mission. I was methodical. I was neurotic about this, Danny. Okay, so I'm like, you know, I don't want to leave money on the table. I, 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 you're like a Price is Right contestant trying to get. To $19.99. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm out there. I got my calculator out. I'm crunching the numbers, right? I'm circumventing Dodger Stadium. The concession stands there. Uh, I'm going going around, crunching all the, the stats. And uh, it's not trigonometry, but it's pretty close. So I didn't realize because, you know, I don't hang out with the unwashed. Just I knew the prices were outrageous at Dodger Stadium, but I did not realize the levels they go to gouge the hardcore Dodger fans that go out to the ballpark. I was blown away. <laughs> I, I guess the the Putin price hack, uh, I, I didn't realize it had gone to that level. I remember you told the famous story about opening day. Was that last year, Danny, or this year? It was two seasons ago, I believe, and it was opening night where mm-hmm. we spent almost $1,000 for our family to go thousand bucks to go to a freaking baseball game anyway uh oh my god uh, so i'm walking around i'm like well what do i want to eat that's the first thing but what's in my budget so i saw well there's a beef nacho helmet that looks kind of good but that's 20 that's 20 dollars and 50 cents i don't want to have to pot i don't have to spend 50 cents uh then i, I saw there's a cheesesteak stand at Dodge. So your goal really was to not go over 20 not even by a quarter exactly no i'm not kidding danny i I was i was dissecting this i was like i was like well then i looked at this this giant cheesesteak that was 25 bucks 24.99 for a giant cheesesteak oh you're not spending five dollars of your own money no chance so then my friend steve futterman who used to work at cbs the great news reporter steve futterman who i've known for years so futterman's there and he's like, hey, I want to go get some food. I'm going to go get a pizza. So he went to the California Pizza Kitchen at 
Dodger Stadium where they have the barbecue chicken pizza. You can get that for $16.50 plus tax. But I, I did the math on that, and I would have been leaving like a dollar and some change on the you know, on the on the MLB's dime. I would have been giving back some money. I was like, well, I can't do that. So then I saw they had cotton candy, but it was five fifty, and I don't like cotton candy anyway. I'm not you know, nine years old, so it was five fifty for sugar that is spun. Five fifty for that. I couldn't get past that. So then I'm like, all right, well, what about a bag of peanuts? That can't be that much. Seven bucks for a bag of peanuts. So I was like, okay, I could do I could do two bags of peanuts, but I can't do three because three would go over. So I can only do two bags of peanuts. That's it. So I'm scrutinizing this. And then it, it got to the point where I was like, well, maybe if I, I I was so desperate to get exactly $20 that they had a pickle for $4.99. So I thought I could get four. I don't even like pickles. I hate pickles. Alf the alien opiner likes pickles. I don't like pickles. So, but I was like, well, wait a minute. For a, for a moment, Danny, in my head, I'm like, okay, I can get four pickles. That's 20 bucks. But then they, they add the tax. So the tax would have bumped me over the $20. So I can't do that. So I'm moving around, right? I'm bobbing and weaving like I do on Benny versus the Penny. And I'm breaking things down. I'm analyzing everything. And I'm, I'm getting into it. Um, I'm very surgical. Very surgical when I'm doing this. And uh, you know, I'm doing my thing. Uh, I'm using precision. So then I realized, you know what I really like, but I haven't had in a while? A soft pretzel. So then I was like, how much is a soft pretzel? And there it was. The king-sized soft pretzel. Thank you, Jesus! $5.99. $5.99. What about the melted nacho cheese? Well, the, I could not afford that. That was out of my budget. They were charging. This blew me away. I thought this was the most outrageous thing, most offensive thing I could comprehend or I, I witnessed at Dodger Stadium. Two twenty-five for a cup of nacho cheese. Hell no! Two twenty-five. That's a side item. Mm-hmm. Two twenty-five for a little small cup. That's a seventy-five cent item. Yeah. So what I did, Danny, is I realized I have, I have a hack that I can get the cheese cup. I can circumvent the two twenty-five for the cheese cup, but I need the pretzels, and there's no way to get the pretzels other than here. So I made an executive decision, and I punched the numbers into my calculator. Using Maller Math, I purchased three $5.99 king size soft pretzels at Dodger Stadium. They added the tax, Danny. So I got a little nervous because I wasn't sure if I knew the tax. I thought maybe the tax, I was off on the tax. The total, Danny, the total on the showcase showdown. Three king-size pretzels. Remember, I only had $20 to spend. If I go over, I got to pay the difference. If I go under, they get the money. My total with tax, $19.68. I was only 32 cents away from the perfect $20. But I'll take that 32 cents. You're going to win the showcase showdown. At 32 cents away most of the time. Wow. What did you do with three pretzels, though? Well, here's the here's the cheat code. I went back to the press box, and I went to where the table I sat next to Fernando at. He wasn't there. There were some other people there. So I, I, I put the pretzels down, 
And I walked over and they had some Dodger dogs and they had like chili and they had cheese for the Dodger dogs as toppings. Uh. I then took a cup and got what I felt like I was robbing a bank. <laughs> I got a cup of cheese, nacho cheese that was for the Dodger dogs. That is a 225 value. I then got two of them. So now I'm at 450 in bonus money. <laughs> so now I'm ahead, Danny. Oh, I'm ahead by over four dollars. You I'm, are ruthless. I am sticking it to the man. Okay. I am sticking it to Rob Manford of Major League Baseball. Uh so anyway, that was it's not trigonometry. <laughs> and I'm very proud that I was able to do it. Now, as far as eating the pretzels, I ate two pretzels and then I got immediately tired. I could not eat the third one. But what I did is I waited and they had a microwave. You and I put the third one in a microwave and I warmed it up for 25 seconds. I nuked it and it came back to life. And so then I ate the third one a little bit later. Got your second wind. I did. I did get my uh, my second wind, but I, I felt like I was very efficient. It took a long time, but I came within 32 cents of a perfect score. It's embarrassing that, that he knows that. Nothing like a good soft pretzel lightly salted dipped in nacho cheese agree 100%. especially when that nacho cheese is hot yeah oh man that is i had that at the canelo fight best meal i had in vegas that entire weekend and we went to a stinking steakhouse oh, so good yeah so so wonderful uh i, I agree um and i'm looking at these other people like my friends in the media and they're spending like you know 12 dollars for something and then they're giving yeah $8. What are you giving back eight bucks for? What are you, a loser? <laughs> throw in a couple of cheese cups at least. So at least you're you know, getting closer. Oh, that's a ripoff. Yeah. Get a side of ranch or something. Yeah. Maybe you can put a gun rack or something like that. I don't know. You can mess around with that, right? There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know how to transition from your funny story to this story, which is slightly serious, but it's yeah, one of those. Yeah, it's but it's one of those. I, I'm gonna put my grown up hat on. I'm gonna be my right. grown up now. I'm not gonna be a goofy, goofy guy. I'll, yeah. I'll okay, I'll be very mature here. All right. Well, I mean, it's funny what the kid said, but it's just through the eyes of a youngster that the damn things that kids say, right? Yeah. Um. So I haven't gotten to tell a story about the school campus in a little while. I'm in there Thursday morning. I open up the campus. I'm in my classroom and uh, there's a kid. Let's see. I'll, I'll change his name to protect the innocent and the guilty. So let's call him uh, Joseph. All right. Joseph walks in. I check him in for the early morning program. He's sitting there. He's doing some math homework. He's telling me all about algebra and how hard it is. And he's like, well, when am I going to use this in real life? And I said, yeah, you're telling me, kid. I had to take algebra as well and uh, suffer through it. He's talking about algebra and everything. And then he tells me, have you heard about what's going on with Israel and everything? He said, my dad told me I am not allowed to go to school on Friday because of the threats. He said, I need to stay home right next to the gun rack. What? <laughs> how, how old is the kid? He's an eighth grader. Wow. Now, Ben, a lot of people have this opinion of California yeah. that we are all anti-guns and, uh, you know, we're all a bunch of hippies here next to the ocean. Yeah. Uh, no, there are a bunch of gun lovers that we all know here where oh, we live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, got, yeah. I got a bunch of friends that are like drive trucks and have uh, shotgun racks and uh, all that. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have that crowd here as well mixed in. And I just got a kick out of it because, I mean, I didn't know what to say. How many guns do you have at your house? And I was like, this took a turn from algebra to gun talk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Through the eyes of the youths. I know. Well, I actually had, and this is a not, yet again, Danny, you are facilitating marginal conversation but you're you're see i'm 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 so muddled i'm forgetting things so the other day this is actually you'll get a kick out of this and it's it's not a long story it's just a, like an antidote to your story because it's about a kid so uh i went to target to i had to pick up something at, at target so i'm walking and it was in the grocery store part of target right so i went to target i usually don't go i like uh, costco and i'm not a target guy what my wife likes Target, but i had to get something 
So I I go into Target and I'm looking for the item I need. It's a, a food item. And I'm walking through the grocery store. And this uh, this woman's she's pushing a cart with her son. And I'm not sure how old the kid is, maybe like six or seven. I'm not really good at all with ages. And then she's got her daughter with her. And they're walking through the store and they walk past me on the aisle. I'm looking for the thing. And this little kid, this little, this little cute voice uh, says, oh, my God, Becky, look at her butt. Uh, and he is like, he keeps, he says it like four or five times in this cute little boy voice. Right. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's singing. I guess he had heard for the first time the Sir Mix-a-Lot. Classic. Well, Baby, yeah. got, baby got back and he kept repeating that. And the mom is like, you know, she's like totally embarrassed and she's like freaking out. She's like, you can't say that. You know, you're not supposed to. it was so funny, though. He had this cute little uh, kid voice because he was a little kid. And he's, oh, my God, Becky, look at her butt. And it was hilarious. It was so it was so funny. I was like I was laughing. And uh, and you get to experience that, Danny, soon enough with Koa. You know, wait a little bit, but but soon enough you'll uh, you'll be able to experience that. He watched the Raiders game with me again last weekend, last Monday night, and he heard a lot of f bombs <laughs> as the Raiders were uh, in the red zone. Uh, they did score two touchdowns, two of the three times, so there were probably a few less f bombs than the week prior. But yeah, I'm a little scared that his first word is going to be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by blank and blank you. He's learning by osmosis. He's learning by osmosis. So the uh, the flyover thing, let's get to that real quick. So on Saturday, this actually kind of relates to, to Koa because I, at game one, Dodgers and Diamondbacks last Saturday, a week ago. So I'm at the game, but I really was there because I had to pick up my pass, but it was my day off. And, you know, I, I was planning on watching the game on TV, but I went there and I, I was just schmoozing. I was... I was uh, hanging out with people, uh, kvitzing, you know, just uh, yeah, chatting, whatever. Sure. Uh, so I'm doing that. And then uh, I, I believe yeah, you had sent me a message, Danny. You were like, hey, um, you know, I'm going to kind of be in the area you're at, you know, in the Northwoods area. So maybe we can, you know, hang out. You can meet Koa. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to meet Koa. I've not met Koa. I'd like to meet the little guy. I've heard a lot about him. And he's new to the world, so I'd like to welcome him into the world and all that. So I thought that would be cool. And I felt that was much more important than watching Clayton Kershaw go out and barf on the mound. Yeah. So I had this all planned out. Uh, now, I did have to schmooze with some of the uh, corporate muckety-mucks. But on my way out, I walked down the hill. I was watching the Dodger pregame stuff. The game was about to start, so I'm watching the game coverage on my phone as I'm walking down the hills around Dodger Stadium because the uh, I am so low. I'm so, such a little man for the Dodgers media people. They put me in a lot, uh, literally outside the stadium. So uh, if you're not familiar with the geography of L.A., Dodger, or Dodger Stadium, Dodger Stadium is surrounded by, my. it seems like, miles of parking lots. And then there's even parking lots outside the stadium that are only used for playoff games. And this was a playoff. So I'm walking down from the stadium, down the hill, through the main gate on Vince Scully Way there. I'm walking down, and I have to get to Lot 14. Do you know where Lot 14 is, Danny? Are you familiar with Lot 14? I am familiar with that, yep. Okay, so I go down the hill, 
I I then I I turn the corner. There are three people who are trying to get me to buy a bacon wrapped hot dog. Uh, they are tapping. They do the, you know how they do the tap thing, Danny, when they want to get your attention. Yep. Yeah. So they're all tapping because they see me. They're like, well, that guy's a fat ass. He'll probably buy all my hot dogs. So I, I, I just kept looking at my phone. I was walking. I was walking. I, I had to, I had to kind of jump around. It was an obstacle course. Cause you know, those, those rent a scooters. Yep. Yeah. A bunch of people, I guess, thought we'll save money on parking. I'll park somewhere far away. I'll use one of these scooters and then I'll get up to the top of the hill at Dodger Stadium and I'll just walk up the rest of the way. So there was a bunch of scooters right down where I was walking. So I turn the corner. I then make a left turn. I make a left turn. I walk down a little bit further. There's the L.A. Fire Department Training Center. Yep which is right where lot 14 is. This is where Will Ferrell filmed semi-pro. Did you know that? I think we've talked about that before. I think we talked about We that. have, yeah. Yeah. The uh, Flint Tropics Arena is actually right near Dodger Stadium behind a fire training facility where, by the way, there are pieces of the World Trade Center from 9-11 that are there as a memorial to the tragic events on September 11th. Uh, many, many years back. And so those are there as well. Anyway, so whatever. I get to the, as I'm getting to my car, I hear this loud noise off in the distance. And I'm like, well, that's, what is that? And it's getting getting closer. It's getting louder. And then I'm feeling like I'm, we're under siege. Uh, and there were not one, but two F-35 fighter jets from the Black Knights of Marine Fighter Attack Squadron. Uh, that's Squadron 314, by the way, Dan, if you're keeping score, stationed at the Marine Corps Air Station Miramar that performed a flyover. Right? It was a flyover, but this is something that I did not realize happens during a military flyover. So I'm in the parking lot surrounded by thousands of cars trying to find the Mallermobile, and <laughs> I look up and I see two F-35 jets flying over making a tremendous amount of noise, and then I am given a symphony. I am given a medley of what sounded like, and I didn't count them, but it sounded like hundreds, hundreds of car alarms. It was at least a 100 that simultaneously went off. They were triggered by the two F-35 fighter jets from the Black Knights of Marine Fighter Attack Squadron 314 station at Marine Corps Air Station Miramar performed uh, the flyover. And they they uh, I, I didn't realize this thing happened. I didn't know it happened like that. I had no idea. No, I saw it on TV. The last thing that came to my mind is, oh, I wonder what happens to all those thousands of parked cars. Yeah. Uh, it blew me away, and there was there was this uh, this old guy that was sitting there, kind of as a parking lot attendant, and he was just shaking his head. You know, he was just he's probably seen that a hundred times, but I I hadn't seen it before, and I was like, this is nuts, this is crazy. A lot of the newer cars, because if like the Teslas and cars like that, if anything, they have such such high sensors, or uh, such uh, yeah, you know, it's I don't know what the right term is, but but anyway, they have the the thingamajigs. And they they start going going off the car alarms. Some soft ass sissy cars. Yeah, those California, the People's Republic of California. My goodness, but it was wonderful to meet Koa. It was so cool. And I got to tell you, no offense to your wife, Danny, little guy, he's your doppelganger. 
He is. I can see the Danny G. He's got the Danny G looks. He's got the uh, the matinee idol looks there from Danny G. He does. The microphone throttler. Yeah, so, man. He's a handsome little sucker. Yeah. So he didn't come out looking like an alien, which is amazing. Talked about that on the podcast back when she was pregnant, that a lot of babies come out looking like an alien. And then maybe later down the line, they get some good looks. Or they start out really, really good looking, and then they might turn. <laughs> Let's hope that he stays uh, handsome. Yeah, no, good looking kid, and uh, I, I was blown away because it was, it was. I love with little kids, and I haven't seen too many little kids recently. But when I, I, I got to hold him a little bit, but when my, I think it was my wife was holding him, and then. I put my finger out and he kind of grabbed the hold of my finger and he had like all his whole hand was wrapped around my finger. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe we all start out like that. That's insane to me. That's just, yeah, it was really cool. He was holding your pointer finger. Like it was a microphone. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was really neat. It was, it was great seeing him and I'm glad he woke up cause he was kind of like sleepy, right? He was kind of sleepy. It was past his bedtime. Yeah. It was later in the evening. And so he was about a half hour past bedtime. Before you go, go. Yeah, so so that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, foodie fun. Well, we'll do a couple of foodie stories because we all got to eat. This actually done pretty well, Danny. People seem to like this crap, so we'll keep doing it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, well, Raising Canes, you see this out of Dallas. I wonder if this came up on Covino and Rich. Raising Canes has yet again teamed up with Post Malone. They opened up their first ever Dallas Cowboy-themed Raising Canes. Go! In cahoots with Post Malone. This thing looks actually really cool, so I guess – if I if I end up in Dallas visiting one of my friends that live in the Dallas area, I'll have to go to this Raising Canes. But they have the giant star logo. Um, yeah. it, the drive-through, you drive through the star logo. That, That's cool. Now I wonder if that'll start a trend to where they personalize each city's team. They should. It's a great idea. It's a it's a wonderful idea, and uh, I'll I'll actually send you this. You can see what it looks like because it's. To me, it kind of looked a little bit, when I first saw it, I didn't know it was the Cowboys thing. It kind of looked to me like maybe it was a Carl's Jr. off the side. <laughs> I'm like, well, why would they? It says Kane, so I, it wouldn't be a Carl's Jr. But I'll send you the the photo here, and you can see, if you, you click on that, you can see the drive-through. You drive through the the star, which is the the Cowboys logo. There's a bunch of other photos here. Like it's in cahoots. Post Malone, I guess, designed it or something like that. I, I bet he probably just had somebody else design it. Uh, this is cool. I like this. Now, the only problem is when you go to take a, a bite of your chicken finger, do you get demolished by Fred Warner? Hey-oh! hey <laughs> Well, no. No, no, no. The, the 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 food is wonderful there at the Dallas Cowboys Raising Canes. But if you take a date there, you might choke like Dak Prescott. Uh-huh. Hey, you'll be here until Thursday. Right, lame jokes on Friday. That's yesterday. <laughs> Not today. Today is Saturday. Uh, so don't worry about that. Uh, well, this is always important with fast food restaurants. They're so concerned about what are the kids like, right? What are the kids like? Because if you if you eat fast food as a kid, you're likely going to eat that when you're 45 or 50 years old because it brings you back to what you remember. And according to a semi-annual taking stock with teen survey, the two fast food restaurants that have gained traction with the kiddies, with the teeny boppers, uh, and they are what? Uh, they are McDonald's, which gained 3%, and Raising Cane's, the aforementioned Raising Cane's, which is now in the top five for the kids. That's wow. kind of- Our daughter wasn't a fan of it the first time we brought her, but then the second time she went there, she kind of took a liking to it, and now she requests it. So it's a slow burn on the little ones, it seems like. Yeah, I love it. It's I don't eat a lot of fast food. Canes is probably it. I don't eat a lot, period. And the story here that goes into the detail, and it really it's perfect. Uh, this is from the Nation's Restaurant News. Uh, I don't even know what the hell that is, but that's where I got the story. So they, they in the story, they talked about the Wayne Gretzky, the famous one of the famous Wayne Gretzky quotes. And they say it applies to the to the quick service fast food restaurant business because the, the Gretzky quote, quote was to skate to where the puck is going to be, not where it has been. And that's the theory, right? You get, as I said, you get the Gen Z and Gen Alpha. I guess that's the other. Is that the youngest generation, Gen Alpha? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you get those Gen Alpha kids hooked on 
on your product. And then as they age, they then continue to eat there and then they get their kids. It's like you and you and Koa, right? You're, what's your favorite fast food place, Danny? What's your go to? Uh, I would say probably Wendy's. Wendy's. So chances are when uh, Koa's uh, you know, not not eating the baby food from the mom uh, and all the formula and all that, Koa's going to end up like with you. You'll take him to Wendy's, right? Get him like chicken nuggets or something. Yeah, he'll get a Dave's double and a baked potato. There you go. There you go. Uh, this is foodie fun. How about this? This is odd to me. I don't know how I feel about this, Danny, because I, I always believe you got to stay in your lane. A story that Taco Bell, Taco Bell is trying out chicken nuggets. No. Yep. Uh, they are test running. They're doing a test run in Minneapolis. So those of you, you know who you are that live in the Twin Cities. Uh, they are, uh, they're, they're focused on more chicken, uh, more chicken. And they're like, Hey, we can serve crispy chicken nuggets. So they're testing those out in the Minneapolis market. How about make them soft? Because most places make the mistake of over frying their nuggets. Well, that's because uh, many of the people that work at the fast food restaurants, uh, just kind of, what, what, they're, they're like robots. You know what I'm saying? They, what they, like. Do it as quickly as possible. Uh, but the nuggets are available in two sizes, Danny. Five piece with one sauce, three ninety nine to four ninety nine, depending on location. Ten piece, oh my god, a six ninety nine to eight ninety nine. Not a deal. That's not a deal at all, right? That's a terrible thing. Now, is this a deal? I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Arby's. Now, you've talked about Arby's on the show. You famously went to Arby's and talked about that with your family. Yeah. And- I did a test run there. And then a week later, that same Arby shut down. <laughs> the health department shut it down, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so Arby's is now offering 30 boneless wings for $17. Does, is that a good deal? This is not even real. I don't even know anybody who eats at Arby's. Again, I think it's a front for a drug operation. You might be right. Now, I I told you last time we talked about Arby's. When I lived in Hollywood, there was an Arby's on Sunset. Either Sunset or Hollywood Boulevard. I think it was Sunset, and it was like an old school Arby's. And sometimes I would I would go there to get the Big Montana, uh, which is a, a roast beef, but no beef was harmed in the making of the Big Montana. And I, I would I would go there for that, but very rarely, very rarely did I did I go to the. I'm pretty sure it's a money laundering operation. And uh, you know you mean you might be right. That's a hot take. You might be right. Uh, Burger King. We'll get out on this. So Burger King is unveiling a new prototype, hip, cool Burger King called Sizzle. What? They're te- they're testing this in Miami, which I believe is where Burger King is headquartered, and so they're trying to trying to futz around with that and get that uh, get that going. I-, I looked at it. It just looks like a designer high end Burger King. Lame. Has any fast food restaurant fallen off harder from when we were kids until now than Burger King? Back when we were kids, the Whopper. Oh yeah, the, the flame grilled, the uh, flame broiled, flame, flame, flame broiled. Yeah. That flame broiled burger when we were kids, it was really good. The bun was good. The quality was awesome. And then I they changed owners a couple of times, I think. And the quality now is crud. It is crap. I've tried to eat it, and it stays in your stomach like a rock. It doesn't taste very good. 
The fries went to shit. It just went downhill. And it's sad because we have good memories of eating there as kids. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go there with my grandfather. My grandfather loved it. And he would go there and tell the person he liked his food well done like I do. And he would tell the person, put the Whopper through the flame broiler twice. So <laughs> he'd have a twice cooked a Whopper. And uh, yeah, I, I was the line I was going to use, Danny, at, is because Burger King's futzing around with this um, the sizzle concept. The the problem with that, it looks really good. The problem is when you get the food. That's the problem. Like the the, the restaurant looks good, but the one other thing, at least they have onion rings at Burger King, so that's a positive because it's hard to yeah. get onion rings a lot of places. McDonald's doesn't have onion rings. Uh, I don't believe Wendy's has onion rings. So uh, so that is a a good thing. It is Saturday, Danny. What do you got going on today? We got college football. We'll be checking that out. Some of the big matchups on the collegiate football schedule this uh, this day. And uh, what else you got going on? Anything going on? Besides working on this podcast, it is going to be a day of rest. A little bit of college football and just hanging out with Koa. Hanging out with the little fella. Hanging out. Now, what's the, is the biggest game Washington-Oregon? Is that the biggest game today? For us out here, closest to the Pacific hey, Northwest, yeah, that's a big game. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. That's in Seattle, I believe. I th- I think that game is in. Where is Caleb Williams playing today? Uh, oh, the, the, oh, that's a big game too. SC's playing Notre Notre Dame. Yes, that's going to be a good one. And did you see the funny video of the punt returner for SC this week at practice? Because it's supposed to be rainy and. I did see that. Yeah. They're spraying water on this guy. <laughs> like, that's going to work. Uh, it's so stupid. They're like, I don't know. We'll, do, we'll just spray water on him. That'll get him ready for, you know, when it's, it's, it's raining in Indiana and, you know, at Notre Dame. Uh, it's like, oh boy. Anyway. Uh, all right. Have a great Saturday. We've got the mailbag and Pop Goes the Culture. And we'll get to that on the Sunday podcast. We'll talk to you and watch Penny versus the Penny. We'll talk to you then. Pasta, pasta. Bye, Felicia. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. 
Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 